Hello there, beautiful people. In today's podcast, we're going to be exploring a Japanese practical philosophy called Ikigai. It has a few meanings. It can be the reason for our being, a path to deeper fulfillment, a reason to wake up for in the morning, to look forward to do something that we can pour our heart and soul into. It can also be translated as finding your reason for living, for a happier, healthier, and longer life. The term has been around for hundreds of years. It was coined in Japanese islands where people have had a longer longevity of life. Aligning and sync to your ikigai can lead to greater satisfaction, care, and productivity. When we're totally immersed in our activities so that nothing else matters, we get into the flow state. Ikigai helps us to identify the necessary ingredients to get into this flow state and to sustain it over a period of time and to make our pursuit sustainable and useful for the world. Many people work doing tasks they don't enjoy. They usually dread Monday morning and have nostalgia looking forward to the weekend. This isn't a very sustainable or enjoyable way to live. Rather than just enjoying receiving a paycheck, how about if we enjoy the process of life itself? What we can do instead is redirecting how we utilize our time and productivity. We have the ability to shift our mindset by being aware to the characteristics required to find our own Ikigai. Ikigai helps us identify the right thing to do for each individual. There are four main components if you want to make the most of this, I suggest you write down these topics and make a list of skills and interests you have related to these as well. The first, being something that we love or are passionate about. Second, being something that the world needs. Third, being something that we're good at. And fourth, being something that we can sustain our life with. As the Ikigai is the combination of all of these elements. We're going to look at each element individually first. So something that we love or we're passionate about, this takes us into the flow state. We feel good when we're creating and are focused on the task in front of us. You can listen to your gut or intuition to what this is. It's highly individual to each person. There are many things that you can be passionate about. You just need to explore various activities. The first way to do this is to change your dopamine source. Nowadays, it's very easy to receive dopamine via consumption. Before, to feel good and satisfied, you had to accomplish certain tasks. So initially, to reduce your consumption of dopamine, watch less TV, less Netflix, less scrolling, less junk food. And now you're creating the space where your satisfaction comes from creation, be it drawing, dancing, or whatever else interests you. If you don't know what this is, you can search for a list of hobbies online. See what seems interesting and fun. Make a list of this. Try it one at a time so you have enough time to see if this activity leads to a passion. If it doesn't lead to a passion, try the next thing. If nothing interests you, turn down your consumption of dopamine even more. The second topic is something that the world needs. Back in the day when we lived in smaller communities, we could see the direct positive impact our tasks had. So if you were a builder, if you were a chef, if you were a caretaker, you could see the direct impact that you were having on your community. Nowadays though, in big companies, it can be harder to see the positive impact our work has on the rest of the world since it can be highly specialized. To figure this out, you can also ponder how can you utilize your skill set and your experience to make the world a better place? The third point is something that we can sustain our life with. Now, we can be idealistic and talk about 
this topic in various ways, but from a practical point of view, making an income is a requirement for sustaining life rather than to be stressed in a survival state. Find a way to utilize your skills to earn income or it will just remain a hobby. The last topic is something that we're good at. Now, everyone has a unique skill set. It's a blend of nature and nurture. So we all have natural inclinations towards certain hobbies, skills, and tasks. Yet humans are the species that are ultimate adapters. So you can develop any skills you like. You can put the time and effort in and you'll become better at any skill. Day by day, week by week, you'll notice your skills developing further. Through this process, you probably need to overcome certain obstacles that also will develop your character and inner strength. A good thing is to focus on skills you're good at. And it usually takes 10,000 hours of application to become the master of any skill. The next step of Ikigai is to see how these elements link to one another. If you have a skill that interests you and that you're good at, this is your passion. Say what you're passionate about and interested in is illustration. You can start illustrating for children's books. What that does is it makes it a profession while adding some value to the world as well. The next combination is something that interests you and what the world needs. This is your mission. A friend that makes documentaries about various tribes and cultures in the world, he continued working on this and what he did was he built a skill to a point where he started to have his documentaries presented on channels on television. And this is how he converted his interest and what the world needs, which is knowing more about different cultures and tribes to making it his ikigai. The third combination is something that you're good at and something that can sustain your life. This is where most people are at. It's a profession, nine to five jobs that pay the bills. So you need to try out new things and figure out what you're passionate about. A friend that's a coder for tech companies, what he did was to move closer to his ikigai, he started to work in an industry that he's more passionate about being wellness and health. This also meets serving the world. And that's how he shifted from his profession to a path of ikigai. The fourth element is something that helps the world and something that is a profession. This can be a vocation. For example, you can be a teacher in a school that's raising the future generation. But what can happen here, you can be teaching the same things day to day, week to week, year by year. So you need to constantly improve yourself at your craft and find a path to become passionate about it. I've got a friend that's an English teacher, but her passion is music. She loves to play the ukulele, write songs, and sings. So what she does is she blends her vocation of being a school teacher and blends her passion of music, and she integrates the learning process for children with the ukulele and fun songs. And as she develops a skill, it brings her closer and closer to her ikigai. Without all of these elements combined, you'll always feel that there's something missing in your life. Because Ikigai is a blend of all of these elements, blending your passion, your mission, your profession, and your vocation together. It's aligning your nature with the nature of your surroundings so that your pursuit becomes effortless, as the Taoists call it in Wu Wei, which is effortless action. This is where you enter into a state of flow. Ikigai is an active flow that transforms and changes over time. So we need to adapt and fine tune our position. Aligning with your ikigai can lead to a deeper sense of fulfillment and satisfaction. Nowadays with the world, we're so drawn towards our desires, what we want, what other people have, 
that we're always wanting and looking for things. And what we often miss out on is actually creating a life that fills us with a deeper, subtler satisfaction and fulfillment. And this is specific to each person. To find out what you're drawn towards and what you enjoy doing so you work for the sake of the work rather than the reward. It is a secret to a long and happy life. Awareness is key to finding your ikigai. So if you have certain skills or tasks or roles, a nice way to reflect is, is this something that you love doing? Is this something that the world needs? Is it something you can sustain your life with? Is it something that you're good at? And see how you can get closer to blending these elements together or where you need to make certain shifts so that all of these elements can combine and lead to a deeper sense of fulfillment throughout your day. Initially, you may need to blend certain tasks that are not in alignment with your Ikigai with certain tasks that are in alignment to your Ikigai to sustain yourself. And as you do so, you nurture the task, the role, the skills of your Ikigai and this can expand where ultimately it encompasses your life. Find where it is you can pour your heart and soul into that nurtures not only you, but the community and the world around you as well. And you can wake up looking forward to the day, being passionate about your day, having an impact and being rewarded and living a comfortable life. This is truly the pathway to have a longer, satisfied and fulfilled life where you're more productive, caring for the finer details and you can sleep at ease.